On today's podcast, I talked to Errol Lawson. This guy is literally a giant, both physically, but also who he is in the community. Errol is a motivational coach for kids and speaks in schools. He's a pastor, uh, a minister in his own church, and a great dad, husband, and, um, and a friend of mine as well. Enjoy the show. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Hello, Team Super Dad. Welcome to the show. In this week's podcast, we talk to Errol Lawson. Yes, that's right. I mentioned him in the intro. What a great guy. Been a massive support to me. If you've never been on the Team Super Dad podcast before, this is the program and community for dads rebuilding after divorce, separation or loss. You could be a dad, you could be a grandparent, grandfather, uncle, you know, really this is for men who are, you know, playing an active role in in their children's life and quite frankly, uh, the upset of a breakup can affect children just as much as their parents and that's where grandparents and 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 uncles and other family members come into play but dad specifically if you're looking to rebuild your life then you are in the best place possible today's interview is with errol it uh, is a really great listen and i hope you've enjoyed it if you do please then give me a um what's it called a review give me a review over on itunes or wherever else you leave your podcast reviews. It really is a great support to the podcast and to the success of Team Superdad, which I thank you for being part of. If you would like to know more about working with Team Superdad, then the Rebuild program is the place to start. It's an awesome five-week course to really put in place the structure, the build the confidence, really get a game plan down to help you create the best life possible. And that is what Team Superdad is all about. Until then, enjoy this interview with Errol Lawson, and I'll see you on the other side. Cheers. Greetings. Hello, Team Superdad. We're here on the podcast talking today with a fabulous chap, an old friend of mine, someone I uh, participated on a, on, a, on a program, the Key Person of Influence course with, and has since become a trusted um, and very important friend, uh, Mr. Errol Lawson. It's great to have you here today, hey, Errol. Thank you for having us, Johnny. Good to be here, mate. Oh, thanks for making the time and, and bringing your knowledge and wisdom to us. Errol, oh, we, I'm working on these bios and having people share them, but uh, I, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. quite I didn't get, send you mine. <laughs> I, I didn't, well, I only asked you yesterday, so I, I do take yeah. some responsibility for that. But why don't yeah. you, you give us the, the, the uh, yeah. entering the ring... Um, Wow. Okay. Well, my name's Errol Lawson. Um, I'm a I'm a minister uh, in a church in Birmingham. Here, I'm also an author. I've written three books, two bestsellers. Um, first one's a, a biographical book called From the Post Gold to the Globe: How to Overcome Limitations and Realize Your Potential. My second one's called Teenpreneur: How to Build a Business in Your Teens. I'm passionate about entrepreneurship. Passionate about helping teenagers, especially, um, learn how to make money legally. Um, and my third one's a leadership book called The Five Core Abilities of Highly Effective Leaders. Uh, um, we're in a business called Emerge Leadership based here in Birmingham. And we, we coach, mentor, train teachers, students, leaders in education and entrepreneurs. And uh, just an all-round passionate 
guy really passionate about transforming lives and see people be the best that they can be in a nutshell awesome and you got your own podcast haven't you as well yep yep in fact my third book the rising generator the uh, five core abilities was I, I i actually started a podcast to write that book um the idea was that i want to write about leadership let me interview loads of leaders from around the world hear their stories see what lessons they can teach me and put that into a book basically and that's what he did awesome it's called the uh, rising and generation I, 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 I run i run the london podcasting community and you got to tell people how many episodes you're up to on your podcast because this this is a, this is the distinction between mm. how something uh how hard something is to start but how mm. even harder it is to carry on so how many episodes are you up to about 147 yeah. i think yeah 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 Mate, that is awesome right, i'm yeah. a full full acknowledgement of that uh, i think yeah. i don't think it's one of the best that. things that i've done yeah it's one of the best things that i've done for sure without a doubt the conversations i've had the people i've had to be able to meet and speak to just for personal growth amazing awesome well that in a nutshell is what this team super dad podcast is about really mm. it's it's an opportunity to have people speaking to the six keys of team super dad the health wealth love faith fun and personal power which sure. i'm always quite conscious that that's a lot of things to take on board but when i look at mm -hmm. my journey both coming out of my, my my marriage into this whole separation saga and and then rebuilding it's you know a lot of the lot of communities and a lot of programs that are out there they'll, they'll focus in on on fitness you know or mm money you know let's go out and make money or something and i'm really mm. really present to the fact that each of those areas is is so important they're they're, they're hard work to actually turn around and, and and find some some momentum in but without mm. all of them to some degree going in a positive direction it, it, the mm. others aren't really gonna gonna be successful either so mm. my point being it's that all, challenge you all have right to, to try to manage those areas of our lives and keep that you know keep it's like a conveyor belt, like six conveyor belts all kind of moving at different speeds and you're trying to keep them all maintained and it's a challenge, but you're right. They all do matter. You're right. Yeah. Um, and I, I always seem to make life hard for myself, but the reality is, as I was saying, you know, the, the, just for, for a guy to, to, to build a successful life, rebuild a successful life, um, you know, being as fit as, 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 as you've ever been in your life, but not having um, the financial security to go with it, not having the faith or the self-confidence, it's, it's pretty meaningless. Mm. So, and, um, and where have you been today? How's, how, I understand you've been at a school today. This is, this is part yeah, of the work. University, um, University College Birmingham, uh, speaking to students there, um, just inspiring them to, to really, you know, take a hold of their opportunities and, and be the best that they can be really share some of my personal story with them and um yeah just inspiring them for what i do that's errol lawson's life but i love it i absolutely love what i get to do love the opportunity that i had today to speak to the students brilliant and if you don't mind me mind me asking you know having known each mm -hmm. other now for blimey it's you know you know it's like eight years like like crazy mm -hmm. you you've had to push through on that subject challenges mm -hmm. getting into schools Mm. questioning like am i doing the right thing am i not doing the right thing mm. um and then just in, as we were as we were warming up for this you were talking about how how you know people students came up to you after today and how you've impacted mm. their lives 
Mm. What's kept you going and, and, and how do you, do you maintain the, the belief that you're doing the right thing? Mm. Well, great question, man. It's not easy, you know, Johnny. It's not easy. I think, because um, you're right, there has been those times of questioning. Am I doing the right thing? What should I be doing? Am I living on purpose? Am I focusing on the right areas or not, you know? In the midst of that, trying to make money to provide for the family and keep my family happy and connect with my family and develop my, my key relationships, you know? Um, it's huge, man. It's huge. Um, I think my compass has been my faith in many ways. So uh, we planted a church in Birmingham here about five weeks ago. Um, I've been in ministry since 2007, but, you know, I was a, I was a youth pastor full-time for about five, six years. And then um, I pastored in a, in a local church in Birmingham here, just like as an assistant to the this, this senior pastor, youth pastor there. And we just felt led and called. I think throughout my journey of running business, doing all the different things, I've always had this sense of a calling of God in my life, a sense of the number one thing that's changed my life is my faith. The thing that matters most to me, that is most deeply important to me, is my faith. And I've enjoyed more than anything else seeing others either grow in their faith or find freedom in their faith and be set free, you know. And that's that's what I love. And so I feel like along the way, I've always had this sense of knowing that that's where I'm meant to be. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So now it's it's turned out through lots of prayer, lots of sacrifice, lots of ups and downs. I find myself now leading a church. I am the senior pastor. We've got a congregation. We have Sunday services. We're growing. And it's just an amazing thing. So I think, you know, just always be, there's always been that compass, that pillar, that, that place to come back to. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. probably kept me going through it all. Mm. And I'll just briefly, just as you, as you touched on your family there, you, know, you got mm. married midway through 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 us knowing each other. You've now got two mm. kids, and yeah. you've, gone, you've gone from being a young black you man in the community wedding. to being a yeah. to being a church leader, married man, father. Mm. It's been like so fast as well. Like, <laughs> we've married in 2015. Got two babies now, two little girls, Gabriella, age two, Ariana. He's about six months old, seven months old now. Um, it's all happened so quickly. Thank God I've got an amazing wife who supports me and is, you know, in my corner. So we work together on a lot of stuff. Um, and, you know, marriage isn't without challenge, especially when you've got two little kids who are saying you're not allowed to sleep. <laughs> and, you know, you're trying to just, you know, manage the, the complexity of, of raising two babies and again, grow business and do church and pursue purpose and stay on track and knowing when to stop and say, we need to pause here for a season or let go of this for a season. You know, it's not easy, man. It's not easy. It's a, it's a, it's a big challenge. But you're doing it and mm. you've got the people around you, I, I dare say, who's, who's helping you there. Now listen, the, uh, the theme for our series one of the Team Super Dad podcast is all mm. about the emergency break. And I, I've tried to find a <laughs> a sanitized way of saying it, but really what to do when the shit hits the fan. And mm. you were really there for me when when the shit hit the fan for me. Um, mm. 
in, and even in what you're sharing there about yourself, you've got a lot of different pressures and, and, and focuses and, and, and the sense of how do you keep those, those, mm. those plates spinning, those balls in the air. Mm. Yeah. What, what would you say to someone? I don't know. Let's, let's look at this from the, from the place of, of, of where I was. You were, mm. you, you stepped up as, as a couple mm. of people did um, and were a great support to me. I don't want to say why did you do that, but you, you took the opportunity to do it and you were a massive help to me. Um, yeah. There's two things here, I think, right? So there's a, there's, a, there's a, let me, I can deal with it in a faith perspective, first of all, then. So from a faith angle, right, there's always this real sense of a um, couple of things. Number one, knowing where I've come from. All right. So we've all, none of us are perfect. Everyone's got a story and everyone knows if they're really honest to themselves, they know that they, They've, you know, if not by the grace of, if not but for the grace of God, you know, the, where would they be? Yeah. And so it's easy to look at someone who's struggling and judge and condemn and think, what, what an idiot, you know, but actually we've all been that idiot, you yeah. know, if you like, you know, and so the best that we can do is, is be gracious and be loving. The other, the, the other thing about faith is that, and, and faith for me, faith, um, faith teaches that faith is how I learn that. Um, the other thing is that, you know, our challenge is to get a picture of God in our hearts that's bigger than our current situation. And when we're going through a challenge or a, or a pit or a, a prison-like situation, the hardest thing to do is to, is to get, a, get a glimpse or a picture of a God who is loving, who's benevolent, who's generous, who's kind, who's faithful, and who's all-knowing and all-powerful that's bigger than what we're facing right now. Because what we're in feels so deeply disempowering and oppressive that we can't see the light, the tree, the, uh, the wood for the trees. So in a, in a faith angle, that's the key. That's the thing there. But in a non-faith angle, I, I think it's equally as powerful in the sense is that we've got to create a picture of our future that's bigger than the picture of our, fa of our past. And, and again, it's so hard to do. Like, how do I, in the midst of this scenario, whether it's a divorce or whether it's a, a bereavement, whether it's a, a loss of a job, whether it's a, a serious addiction, how do I create a picture of my future that's greater and bigger than the picture of my past? And that's what I think my, my, my desire in the midst of all what you were going through was to help you see that somehow you're an amazing guy, like yeah. you're talented, you're gifted, you've got great abilities and, and, and talents and, and a great future ahead of you. You're a great dad. You love your kids. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to create, trying to help you to see that picture of a, of a bigger future that will pull you forward in a sense yeah do you know and you're reminding me i mean i had this conversation with someone else the other day and it was it was such a whirlwind of a time i can't even remember some of it but just in what you're saying there yeah that's exactly what you uh, you were doing and literally pulling me towards the light you know so so to speak but pulling me towards the the future and the belief that it was going to be all right that the, the good good times will come in and, and the, 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 mm. the, this pain um which yeah exactly like you said a day mm. felt like a week a week mm. felt like a month um so some grounding tough, there some just some grounding and and, and to be able to mm. and it wasn't like we spoke every day but just to be able to mm. the times that we did it was either mm. randomly that, that you called me and it just happened to be the perfect moment or i reached mm. out and, and we just chatted for half hour 45 minutes 
it's so mm. important that people find find someone who can be that for them or have the yeah. confidence to actually maybe they've not been that close to their brother mm. or their cousin or whoever mm. it might be or their best mate but they actually say mm. i need some help can you be that person absolutely and, and you know i said to someone listening right now like um you've got to create a picture of your future that's bigger than a picture of your past you've got to have the courage to to sit down with a pen and paper and begin to ask yourself some questions about where you see yourself in three years time five years time ten years time what you desire to have be do you know begin to dream on paper for yourself again even though it seems like you can't and you can't see any situation any way out of where you're at right now no you can you can but you've got to you got to get it on paper you got to have talk to someone like johnny says you know have a conversation with someone if it's a counselor if it's a friend if it's a a trusted other you gotta you gotta get that picture in your heart in your mind because you are full of amazing potential you're full of greatness you're full of so many things and no matter what you're facing right now you've probably done harder things in your life before this point that that will if you look at it realistically you can get through this you can do this you've done harder things man yeah i remember someone saying on, on multiple occasions you've heard this but the things that you believe in about yourself or the things that you're telling yourself, are they true? Like I'm no mm. good or it never works out for me. Okay. Well, have you got examples of when things have worked out and then you go, Oh yeah, well there was that time in this and time in that. And I, do you know what? Actually more often than not, I pull through Come and on. this sickness, this belief that everything's going to go wrong is actually, there's not even any evidence for it, let alone whether it, it's, 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 um, it's happening. Cut, you're pretty much, you're touching on goals there. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Goals. It's, it's the simplest mm. thing. It's like, it's like eating right. How do you get healthy? Yeah, eat right, do mm. a few press-ups. Goals fall into that, how do you create a brilliant mm. life? Why do people mm. struggle so much with the idea of simply setting a goal and believing in it? Well, goal setting doesn't work, Johnny. Goal setting doesn't work. That's the problem. We have to do the work. Setting the goals, anyone can set goals. But goal setting itself doesn't work. They only, it only works if somebody takes action on those goals. And that's where people fall down all the time. And so when they do that a few times, they get disappointed, they get discouraged, and they think, oh, then goal setting obviously isn't the, the way I need to do it. And so they, they don't do it at all. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I got that. Yeah, they tried. I tried that. It didn't work. Give me something yeah. else. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know, so, my, my whole gym activity... I've probably said this before, so apologies to listeners if I'm boring the hell out of you. But my going to the gym, I used to go to the gym on on the on the on the focus of I've, I need to feel good and look good. But of course, I'd go to the gym, work out for four or five months, or book an event and then do the event. Then I'd say, oh, I look good, I feel good, and then stop going. Mm. So then I read this book, The Power of Habits, and I realised that my whole context for getting fit was completely out of whack. Mm. So I need to create a new one, which does fit into goals. Really. It's about my children's future and my fun with them. And it's about smashing it at work. You know, I, mm. I don't perform well when I'm, when I've got a backache or when I'm feeling negative, mm. going to the mm. gym means my back doesn't hurt and it means I'm feeling positive. And, and now Brilliant. that's the reason to, to get up. That along with Mel Robbins. Have you heard of Mel Robbins? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got a lot to answer for that woman. 
five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> She's in my head in the morning. Like, okay, Mel, I'm on this. Um, so yes, yeah, so like, what's the telltale sign? I set goals. I set goals. I've got a journal. I, I look Go at my on, goals tell every day. Tell me about day. your journal. Tell me. About I, I write goals every day. Uh, I've so many different goal setting processes over the years, and I just I whittled it down for me now to five things that I focus on. Number one is my relationship with God, and every day I'll journal and ask the question, how might I grow in my relationship with God today so that I can have more peace and more power, say, for example. And I, I might ask, and the, the, the end part of this sentence can change, by the way, the, so that I might part can change. So how can I um, uh, enhance the relationship with my wife and children today so, my, that, we, so that we might have more connection and love? Uh, how might I improve my health today so that I might have more energy and strength? How might I, um, how might I achieve my financial target of X today so that I might be able to give generously and do X? Um, and then how might I, it's the last one, how might I um, develop or grow the life in our church today so that we might achieve X, for example? So I focus. And is, is that you challenging your mind to come up with answers? Absolutely. That's the, Absolutely. That, that's the reticulator activating system. That's what they call that. Right? That's right. Yeah, that's man. right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just do that and I find that it works for me, man. And so for I someone love, that's not heard as, so I mean, yeah. most, I'm hoping, do you know what? If you haven't heard from it before, then, 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 then search yeah. out. But basically, this is the non-scientific version. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's sort of somewhere in here in the front of your mind. And when you keep asking it questions, it will go mm. off and actually find answers. But if you yeah. just leave it idle, it will flip and sit there idle or yeah. come up with garbage. And so yeah. they, they and you can listen to Tony Robbins or you can go mm. Eric uh, um, uh, Nightingale guy, Zig Zig with the whole. You 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 are who you what you what you are you are you are your thoughts. You are what you think about. Yeah. So if you've got a goal, focus mm. on that goal. Be thinking about that goal. And actually, I love what you've just said there. Is that our brain is a wondrous machine. You know, if you've got mm. your faith in God or your faith in Absolutely. the universe, it, it's ask and it shall, was that, was that from the passage? Ask and it shall be done. Knock and, it, knock and he shall open. What, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Johnny the pastor. <laughs> knock. Uh, um, ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. And so if, yeah. if you're not down with the Bible, then, then you can go with the Raz helping you out there. But equally, there's a lot of wisdom in the Bible and it's, it's about putting it out there. Ask and you shall receive. Don't Come ask. On. Guess what? You're not going to find anything out. Come on. And so, how just that... yeah. mm -hmm. so what, what are some of your other, what are some of your tactics to stick in with your goal? I mean, okay. So like, let's just get back on, get back on point here. Someone's <laughs> listening to this part of the emergency break series. Yeah. They're, they're really facing down the barrel. They could be feeling depressed to hell. They might even yeah. be feeling suicidal. And, and if yeah. you are in that place, you've got to get some help guys. Mm -hmm. But in terms of a goal and, and you setting a goal and then, and then falling off that goal, like for me, not going to the gym, it felt awful. Three months later, mm -hmm. like the, the, the resignation and like the uh, yuckiness. Mm -hmm. um, for someone... Accountability, bro. Accountability. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, as human beings, our tendency is to procrastinate. So we'll put things off or we'll make excuses. But when there's a trusted person in our life that we respect, that we, you know, we given our word to somehow we raise our game to a different standard so what i found is for example going to the gym 
I've got a personal trainer, I've got a boxing guy, boxing trainer, who's who I work with probably once a week at least. In case and you don't know, Errol's about six foot two already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so, so now you're going to... And my trainer's about five foot two. Okay. But, um, you know, so I work with him on the pads. Yeah. I need that motivation. I need that encouragement. I've got a, I've got a, a lady who's a, a nutritionist. And so every 30 to, 30 to 60 days, we have a phone call. How are you getting on Errol? What's your food diary like? What have you been eating? On my case, you know what I mean? Thinking, yeah. getting to think about my food. Um, I've got my journal, you know. I've got a team that I'm leading that help hold me accountable to, to, to delivering a high standard of, of leadership for them, you know. So ultimately, whatever that, if you're in a situation right now and you're, you've got goals and you're not following through, you're not taking action, and it's up to you to put some kind of accountability structure or system in your life that will help you get that result. So if it's fitness, then it might be a health and fitness group, might be a running group, might be a, a cycling group, it might be a personal trainer. Um, if it's around food, then it might be a nutritionist or a dietitian or again, your personal trainer. If it's around finance, then you might need to get a coach or you might need to you know, start, start your own mastermind group around finance even. Yeah. Whatever it is you need to do, that's what I decided to do. I started my own mastermind groups. I started my own coaching groups. I needed to support myself. I started things that would also help me as well as helping other people to help me get my accountability levels up. Yeah. So you can't forget making excuses. Like, you know, already guys, you're listening right now. You probably have the mindset already that it's excuses or success. You choose. You can't have both. Right. And so get accountable, man. I think you can put tactics in place like that. My watch, it's a Fitbit. Every day I cool. know how many, how many steps I've done, which I have read that some people end up, having issues about that but, but personally <laughs> i'm like okay cool five times five times this week i've done ten thousand steps or fifteen thousand or a couple of days that is amazing um I'm, and then another and then, and then you realize okay i didn't this week okay what happened this week all oh, right i didn't go to the gym quite so much. so there's, there's there's other ways of putting accountability in there yeah um we listen to a podcast now if you, if you don't know enough about personal power or falling back in love or faith or any other of the six keys there's mm. podcasts out there I mean, for me, Team Superdad has been actually uh, about that. It's about finding a mm. resource for people to get the information, the mini modules that mm. are coming along soon, um, giving people access to breakthroughs in those areas. Listen, mm. let's, let's change gears a little second. I've, that's a phrase you hear on lots of podcasts. I'm not sure mm. if I like it or not. But um, <laughs> we've touched on faith right, a couple of times. People could be listening to this and be like, I don't believe in God. And, you know, and, and that, could have, that could suddenly have them switch off right? Mm. So this isn't about convincing people to believe in God. I'm a Christian. This is part of how we connected so, so strongly together, mm. I, I believe. I still believe that faith, you know, faith in a bigger power, faith that, that, that the universe is on our side, faith that people are generally good. What can you say about faith that if people can check in on themselves and realize they've lost faith, Mm. How how do they how does someone go about rebuilding um, a sense of faith in their life? Mm. That's a massive question. <laughs> it is. It's a huge question. <laughs> ponder I that, mean, ponder that and answer I was, it. I mean, so, okay, <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm up front. Like when it comes to faith, um, you know, I'm, I'm a Bible believing Christian, so. Yeah. Uh, my understanding of faith and definition of faith is based on 
you know, the Bible, if you like. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I build my faith through spending time reading the Bible uh, and through prayer, you know, and getting to know the Lord. Um, so my faith grows, you know what I mean? So, and, and, and of course, I'm sure the people are listening right now who have got different sources for their faith, and that's cool. Um, and and I, I feel like you've got to you've got to know for yourself. The faith journey is a very personal one. Um, somebody who's who's on, who's, who's got the people people are very 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 particular, very personal about how they choose their certain faith pathway. And I feel like we've got to just let that be okay. And yeah. um, you know, faith is important to me. My faith is is central to my life. Others might have a different faith or no faith or you know believing whatever um you got to figure out what works for you and do what works for you um and if you find a better way that works for you then go for that better way um i think i found the best way <laughs> and i'm pursuing yeah, yeah. that way you know um so there's a confidence so, there and i think that's the point isn't it having a faith for you that works gives you a foundation mm. on which you can you can fall back on mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, but it's not good, like, so the Bible says that faith without works is dead, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, faith, having faith is one thing, but not doing anything with that faith. Faith is like a muscle. Like, faith grows when we use it, we work it, we work that faith. And the more we step out in faith, the more confidence we get, the more courage we find, the more we know ourselves better, the more we find out new things, new opportunities, new stuff come our way. And we actually live out that faith. And so there's, there's, there's something about having faith, yes, but then actually putting that faith to work is, is probably equally, if not more important. Yeah. Okay, good answer. Mm-hmm. And I get, there's a lot um, I quoted. I've written it down somewhere, but I was, who did I quote the other day? Uh, oh, I think it was Zig Ziglar, actually, talking about... Um, the more you help other people, the more you get what you want from, from life. Mm. Um, or the more you chase what you want, the less likely it is to happen. But the more you help other people get what they want, the more you're likely to, to, to get what, what you want. Yeah. Um, and that is, that's a, that's a purpose led life, which in essence mm. is a faith led life. I, I, I can mm. see that. Mm. Whoa, that's deep. We're getting deep, mm. man. <laughs> well, um, what about community? You know, I, you, know I, you, you touched on your story, um, postcode to the globe. Um, you know, I was interested about community journey. I, I got married, right, three yeah. years ago, yeah? Yeah. And, um, Thank you very much. It was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, Four years now. We were just talking yeah. a minute ago about Eric Thomas's podcast and, and, and listening to, you know, an American, black, urban sort of podcast-styled show. And there I was... Um, in in your wedding, I think I was like about four black uh, four white people in the, in the wedding, um, but it didn't feel odd at all. It was it was mm. it was. It, I personally, I like experiences that are, are different from the norm, but yeah. so grateful for for the invite, for the opportunity to be there, for all it's that. Great to have you guys there. Car- Caribbean it was we were mixing up Caribbean and African food, weren't we? <laughs> <Some> crazy food. <laughs> it was a brilliant a brilliant day. Yeah. One of the key, the, the, the keys to me getting married, if you like, so if you marry, imagine that I came from a background where, you know, I was promiscuous for my whole life um, up until I became a Christian. Um, my, my parents had divorced. I had no example of, you know, 
a solid and healthy marriage around me. And so I was just bumbling through relationships, literally bumbling through, but poof, poof, car crash after car crash, you know. And then what made the difference for me was community. So at the church I was attending at the time, they started this group for singles, right? Not everyone, not everyone would, not everyone would fancy this, but yeah, there's a group for singles, and there's a lady that was leading the group who was like a, a, a teacher. Her her ministry or or her, her gifting or passion, if you like, was in the area of supporting singles. And um, there's a community of us singles that would meet together once a month, say, and she began to teach us about marriage and about you know how marriage and why marriage and God's plan for marriage and 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 laying the foundation for your marriage and these different principles and and this community of people basically transformed my mind being in this community my whole thinking of what marriage was and relationships just totally changed by being in this group of people and i was i was almost you could say delivered i was set free from any old paradigms to understanding in the simple simple um sense of what marriage was and the benefits of it so that community really transformed me. So that, that community, along with the mentor, the person that led the community, along with prayer, and with the three key things that, that transformed me. So for me, community, and I, I, I say that because those three, those three principles for me have proven to be pivotal for handling any transition or growing to any new level. So community and mentor and prayer are the three things to me that I need to go to any next level. So whether that's business, whether it's finance, whether it's marriage, I need community, I need a mentor, and need prayer. Yeah. And, you know, there could be, I think, coming out of uh, a, a marriage, coming out of a relationship, losing yeah. someone you love, suddenly there is a cute attachment from community. And yeah. And it's it's dangerous, and that's where that's where this scourge of loneliness yeah. comes in. People, you've got to get back in community as quick as you can, quick as you can, guys. I was in debt for ages, right? And so I rang up um, Debtors Anonymous, and I joined a Debtors Anonymous community. And every week there'd be a phone call with a bunch of strangers. We check in, and we share how crap we were doing with debt <laughs> and finances, and we'd encourage each other. And I'd leave that call feeling like, flip me. I'm not on my own. Yeah. There are people who are worse off than me. Like, what on earth like, is going on? Like, sort yourself out, mate. And within a matter of time, I'll give a lot, lot I actually, a lot of, a lot of um, my recovery to joining Death as Anonymous. Wow. You know? Yeah, my community is everything, guys. Don't be ashamed of getting in community. If you, if you want to move forward in life, if, you, if you're tired of being stuck, if you're tired of being tired of being tired of where you're at, just join a community that can help you get through it. And that's, that's I didn't expect, I didn't, uh, you never expect anything when you ask a question, but <laughs> what I see from that is maybe the, the very community you need to be in is the thing you least want to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like who knows what it could be. It could be an addiction. It could be debt. It could be mm. uh, whatever. The, it's like, okay, is there a community out there? Because Guess what? If there is, that's probably the group that's going to help me me uh, me me find my way out of this. Mm -hmm. And I've written some notes here, and I've just written about the, the dangers of falling into negative communities. Mm -hmm. A negative community could be a group of mates that go to the horse races and bet all the time. Positive mm -hmm. community would be 
gambling anonymous and, and actually pulling your pulling mm. yourself um into that positive space so mm-hmm. yeah wow that was mm-hmm. uh, it's funny it's the same subject but slightly different angle i was i was moaning about my gym before christmas i was saying it's a great gym i love it but but no one talks to each other and mm. then and then i realized well how many people did i say hello to <laughs> <laughs> so now since january and everyone's got headphones on no well yeah kind of but since january <laughs> i'm always morning hello i'm actually asking people's names and i am having some breakthroughs with some people yeah. there's a couple of guys it's there just... who simply refuse to acknowledge yeah. my existence which I have no <laughs> idea i'm trying not to take it personally but then, it's, and i guess that's another point isn't it if the community you join mm. doesn't work don't let it be a sign that, that, that oh my god woe Smart is me person. actually yeah. go out and find a, a, a same subject different group mm-hmm. absolutely wow. great talking errol absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. so what's uh, what are you up to up to next i mean um the like you said about where we started the, the schools the mm-hmm. uh, leaders what's it called leaders engage what was the um, oh, emerge, emerge, leadership. emerge. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's next all these goals and these strategies you shared with us mm-hmm. what, what's next where, where are you taking it all you know right now um i'm having to really just the goal is to to grow the business or reinvent the business right now so we're more we've just got a better product offering for um for greater impact really so we're, we're working on that really um the other thing we're doing is we are putting a new book out this year so that's linked to the product offering thing so a new book coming out later this year by the grace of god that's almost finished now um immediately today i'm away to leeds right now to go and do a couple of workshops for a housing association up in leeds then on friday i'm in london um to go and do some stuff with a school down in london and that's my week man awesome and if i mean and anybody who's thinking about getting someone in to make a difference to to teenagers to to make a difference to a a group of students uh errol is definitely a a a man you could should consider um because i've seen the impact he has with 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 young people and um just the sheer size of him on stage (laughs) let alone what comes out of his mouth what should people do if they want to want to want to connect with you and, and and talk about having you come and speak at their school or university or or business? That's great, thank you. So, um, go to www.emerge-leadership.com. Uh, find me on social media. Go to I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. You can follow. Um, there and you'll track some of the work that we're doing and our stories there and uh, just drop me a line get in touch i'm always ready to have a chat we've got a great team of people who can come and literally if, you, if it's about culture in your organization we can help you to create a culture that is cohesive and fun and, and effective if it's about young people we can help you to build um, the leadership in your young people help them to um, grow their confidence engagement and motivation uh, if it's about your team, it's your office team, and you want to you want to invest in the well-being of your team, whether they're leaders or they're, they're, they're middle or, or, or staff members generally. And um, we can help you to increase staff engagement, help you to improve staff well-being, and get them motivated to get results for you. And um, that's what we do. So please do get in touch. Love to have a chat with you. 
Awesome. And we'll, we'll link all that up and especially your, your books and stuff in the show notes as well. Mm. Errol, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you. Uh, I, I said mm, to everybody, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's not about having hundreds of different guests on. It's about having people that the Team Superdad community can get to know and trust mm. um, and enjoy checking back in with. So I look forward to, to having you back on. I'm, I'm pulling together some, some group chats as well where we'll sort of hang out okay. and get five or six of us talking uh, there's a lot of guys who are home alone and simply having podcasts mm. on in the background is is uh, is a real support so i'm looking forward to having some fun uh, i'll get you those for sure Great. Carol, cheers man god bless all the best my friend i'll see you soon thank you man. all right thank you bye-bye awesome awesome interview errol what a support that man has been to me i hope you enjoyed that interview if you are someone who wants to come on the Team Super Dad podcast, if there's someone you know, a dad who has absolutely overcome adversity and you know created the best life ever, then I'd love to have them on the podcast. Whether that's you or it's someone else you know, then brilliant. Don't forget the Hangout, which is our social. It's a video Hangout for anyone to come on and join. You're welcome to come over onto that it's on a Monday night. And generally, just all round, please like and share this podcast. I would love to get your feedback. If that's a positive feedback, then by all means, give it to me on uh, iTunes as a review. And if it's a less than positive, constructive feedback, then by all means, email it to me at Johnny Jensen at Team Superdad or on any of the Team Superdad social channels. Thanks again. It's been a great to have you here. I'll see you on the next Team Superdad podcast. Oh, and of course, if you're interested in the Rebuild program, that's dads creating their best life ever. It's a five week program. Uh, which leads into the Super Dad Team Super Dad HQ, which is the paid premium area where we have coaching, where we have firewalking, where we have you know just a real committed group of men who are working together, supporting each other with the advice and input from amazing coaches, and um, and that is the Team Super Dad HQ monthly service. All of that I can chat to you about in person if you reach out to me. Until then. I'll see you in the Facebook group and I'll see you on the next Team Superdad podcast. Team Superdad out. This has been Team Superdad. Find us at teamsuperdad.com. Join the Rebuild program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Superdad.